Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. I am your coach and your hostess. My name is Nicole DeVincentis. It's awesome to have you here with us this morning. Today is the day before Thanksgiving. All right. So a lot of you know that I literally make my podcast from inside um, my car. I'm in a parking lot. I'm outside of a Walmart, no shit, waiting for the doors to open. There's literally no other cars in this entire parking lot. And this guy literally like just pulled up straight next to me. Like there's no other, there's got to be a thousand other parking places outside of the vehicle. And this dude literally just pulled up right next to me. Sometimes I wonder, like, what is the matter with people? Why do they have to be right next to me? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. He literally has the whole entire parking lot. Sometimes shit just agitates the shit out of me. Not the way I wanted to start the podcast, but hey, (laughs) I don't know. The only reason I bring this up, oh my, you can't make this stuff up. I bring this up because this happens to me all the time. Does it happen to you? (laughs) There's, I don't know, maybe you're in a public bathroom and there's 20 other stalls and somebody comes in and uses the stall next to you. And gentlemen, if you're listening, this would be the equivalent of if you're using the urinal and there's like a whole wall of them inside the public bathroom, this would be the equivalent of the dude coming and using the one right next to you. What is, what is with people? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to challenge myself here. I'm going to take a new position (laughs) so that we can get into our podcast. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that my beacon of light and energy is so strong that people are just trying to plug into my energy shield and uh, my energy source and just, you know, suck energy out of it. So clearly he must have needed some positive juju. And there you go, dude. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to tighten up my energy field because I will not allow anybody else to siphon any energy from me. There has to be some level of mutual contribution because I'm one of those people I wake up with a lot of energy and as the day goes on, my energy becomes depleted. And funny aside, um, that to me is actually a definition of an introvert. Introvert has nothing to do with whether or not you're shy, whether or not you like to read, whether or not you're the life of a party. In my mind and in my experience, introversion and extroversion has to do with energy generation and energy consumption. I I promise we're going to get into the podcast today. This is just, you know, life, it, it happens. Oh my God, here comes another person. Woo! I must be strong beaconing today. Anyway, introversion is you wake up with a full tank of gas. Now, you may not be bouncing out of bed, as some of us do, because, you know, maybe you're tired, maybe you're working, whatever. But as the day goes on, your energy becomes more and more depleted. It's just like a, a car or some sort of a vehicle that starts out with a full tank of gas. The longer you have that engine running and the longer you drive it, you run out of gas. And that's what happens to me with introversion. And you actually need time to refuel. So you need time throughout the day to be away from people, to kind of like shut out the world. Um, Best case scenario, you actually shut off electronics to allow your, your receptors to clear and, you know, rejuvenate and refresh yourself to get back out there and fight the good fight. (laughs) Whereas extroverts, 
you guys are different in that your energy becomes more pronounced by being around other people. So introverts start out with energy. Extroverts actually need other people in order to generate more energy. So there's the difference. There's a probably major distinction in your life and you're welcome. So today we are actually the topic of the podcast for today. We're going to do some champion mindset coaching. And this is going to be about mindset and victory. Okay, so champion mindset coaching is changing your mind from and training your mind from probably expecting worst case scenario or aligning with Murphy's law, like (laughs) whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And at the worst possible moment sort of mentality (laughs) into, you know, victory is the expectation. And wherever you fall along the line, I mean, let's take a look at the past 12 months. I mean, this is the year is 2020 and it probably needs no formal introduction because this year has honestly, it's been something else, right? We've had all kinds of interesting things happen. And the number one, probably most popularly talked about and probably most like we're ready to be done with this shit and get on with our life has to do with COVID-19. You know, but honest to God, like we have never in the history of the world, like seen anything like this before. Um, There's, it's been a huge growing curve. There's been a lot of people who have suffered just tremendous loss. There's other people whose businesses thrive during this time. It was just like, it, it was like bipolar kind of, right? And now today is the day before Thanksgiving and it seems as though the nation has taken on a different kind of tone. People have decided, you know what, we are going to be moving on with our life. You know, we had interesting political season. It still is, you know, going on, but life has to go on. And that resiliency and that decision to decide okay, there's all this stuff, but there's more beyond this. There's life beyond this is actually the nature and the heart position of a true champion. People are lining up outside of Walmart. Why? I'm just in here to buy an artificial tree for my office. This is crazy. This is crazy. You would think that this was Black Friday, but it is not. I rarely come to Walmart and I'm always amazed by what you see. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like how they do Christmas. They have like a whole section inside of there. It's like, I, I like it. So I'm here. It's like not even seven o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. Interesting things. Anyway, champion mindset coaching. So part of this mindset training um, is going to help you obviously during this time But let's face it, COVID or not, political season or not, there's always going to be ebbs and flows throughout your life. Personally, professionally, you know, you go through storms, you walk out of the storms, you're in the storm. That's pretty much the only certainty, I think, that there is in life. And it's just, it's ebbs and flows. It's it's tidal waves and smooth seas. And wherever you are, in that season, on that continuum, it really works in your best behalf when you have a strong mindset. 
And when I say strong, I don't mean obstinate. What I mean is when the tides are not turning in your favor, when shit is real, whatever that looks like for you, maybe you've come out of a season of massive loss, massive destruction, massive low. You've gone through a bad divorce. You suddenly lost your job. You had to close your business. Bad diagnosis. Somebody died. I mean, there's like all this stuff, right? And, you know, it's just, or maybe even it's just like, ugh, you know, you your life is, it's just like Blasville. And you need a little, you know, giddy up. <laughs> Wherever that is, this is the take-home point. It is never contingent on anybody or anything outside of yourself. And a lot of people get frustrated because when I coach and when I train, I really drive in on the fact that everything is your responsibility. And when I make, let's say, social media posts, I drive in more so to the individual and people I've heard this for years and years and years and it's just because I don't think I've properly communicated and explained where this is coming from is well what about the team you know you're very self-focused you're very this but the nature of and I and I see how it how it lands like that so if, if it's all right with you what I'm gonna do is clarify this a little bit in order to make a big impact All right. I believe, how do I even, I've never even explained this before. So this is me like articulating this out loud for the first time so that there's clarity and understanding as the foundation of why I coach on the principles that I do, how I choose them and the vantage point from which I coach, mentor and teach. I believe that love is about doing what's in the best interest of the other person. I, I do in my heart of hearts. And I believe that through different stages of your growth and development, and I, I draw from all facets of science and psychology and all kinds of stuff when I coach and train too. So this might be like, whoa, like there's a lot going on in this, but I promise I know where I'm taking you. I believe that through all phases of growth and development, Particularly when you have a properly postured heart, like you believe that you are doing what is in the best interest of the other person. It's like levels and you only have as much cognitive ability and emotional maturity and probably enough information and wisdom to make certain decisions at certain times. And what you did at one point in your life was the best that you knew how to do at that time. And then as you grow and you blossom and you acquire more wisdom and you acquire more knowledge and your developmental, like your brain capacity for critical thinking and, and seeing things from different vantage points, and asking better questions to gain better understanding of, a lot of this has to do with relationship, about what was going on with the other person. It brings you to a new level and then you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I did not handle that 
well, or I could have handled that better. One of the things that happens as you go through this, and I speak totally from personal experience on this, is that as you're growing, like you're always looking back as an evaluation tool for yourself. Like, how did I handle this? Is there something that I could have done better? Yes, no, maybe like, oh, shit, I totally screwed that one up. But part of it is you have to learn how to forgive yourself and release yourself from the decisions that you have made in the past and then go back and do some cleanup work. If if this is a relationship, if that relationship is important to you, like that's what is going on here. But first and foremost... All of the podcasts, all of the coachings and trainings, I'm pretty sure that come out of me are really coming through the lens of serving other people. And in order to serve others at the greatest capacity, you first have to become a master to yourself. You first have to lead yourself. You first have to decide what it is that you are after. And then you're exerting influence on other people. Perhaps it's your family and you're, you're bringing them to a new place. You're improving their quality of life. You're course correcting. You're, you're breaking family tra- like traditions that are toxic. You're breaking generational curses. I mean, there's like, I know a lot of you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who are new into this academy, we started out actually as a health and fitness coaching and training academy, muscular development and nutrition. And what happened along the way was people were hitting ceilings and actually regressing a lot on what they did like nutritionally and they were eating worse this is like years ago they were eating worse than when they first started and so I went back and I started doing a lot of internal work in terms of understanding why people do what they do but in order for you to understand people and assist them through their breakthroughs and their course corrections and being able to connect with them on their level, you have to do your own internal work. So like, poof, open like Pandora's box of the world of personal development. I started bringing a lot of, it's not just success coaching, it's life coaching, it's personal development coaching and training into my nutrition programs. And it just, it spawned this, this beautiful, program, which I call the goals program that's used for both personal and professional front to help people grow and break through whatever plateaus they are facing. And the results have just been freaking phenomenal. But in order for me to be able to coach people from all walks of life, like I come with a full artillery and full tool belt of different tactics, different strategies, different ways to communicate. And sometimes when people come in, there's a lot of high level coaching and trainings that come into a podcast, especially um, that you may not understand the first go around. But what I encourage you to do is go back and listen to some of the previous podcasts and, and check us out online. We've got blog posts and different things, champion mindset coachings that are a little bit more structured and a little bit more progressive so that you can, you know, get used to the language and you can start yourself on your growing path. 
And then when you come back, I, I believe that the podcast will start to have new meaning for you. So if this is just like, what is this woman talking about? Welcome to your next level. <laughs> and just trust that when you coach and train with us, um, you'll be growing exponentially in ways that you never even like dreamed possible. So back to the back to the program. Everything that we talk about in this academy and myself personally as a coach, number one is based on love. That love is everything that's described in the Bible. It's patient, it's kind, it you know, it never fails. But I do believe that love is looking out for the best interest of the other person. What it takes is a lot of personal leadership in order for you to be able to have the strength and the mental tenacity to show up for other people, to do the course corrections that are required, and to maintain that that new track that you're on. We got to unpack this. This is like a lot of stuff. All right. So today we are talking about demand victory. Okay, that's going to be like the take home point for today. What is bringing up this podcast today is I was, um, I have a, a, a full time job. I actually work as a designer, and some of my coworkers were not, have not had a very good month with sales. And, you know, they, dangerous thing that happens when people who are, you know, on the downslide get together is they start to talk really negatively about one another. And then it was like this month and they only have so many days to, you know, close out, you know, X number of sales to hit their goal or whatever. And then one of them said, well, I'm really worried about next month. Because really in the history of what is essentially retail, usually you have a big booming month and then as it moves in towards the holidays and then after you know the new year, the consumer spending goes down because people are paying off their credit card bills after a big holiday or whatnot. And just to hear her say like, well, I'm really worried about next month, I just, I nipped it in the bud and I said, you know what? Don't put that energy out there. You have to expect and demand victory. And she looked at me and she said, you are exactly right. And it's not about being right. It's about owning your expectations. Like, where are you? What do you expect? Do you expect to come out as the champion or do you expect to come out like a pummeled piece of meat? I don't care what has happened to you in the past and believe you me, what has gotten me to this point, you would not even believe what the past 10 years even look like for me. I mean, this is not like, you know, Nicole is happy peppy, you know, Pollyanna and, you know, ignore all the travesties that occur in life. You guys may be very surprised to hear. And if you saw me, you would not believe this like at all is it was just a few years ago that I literally had zero money. I had zero food. Uh, it was it was bad and I was in the stages of pre-foreclosure with my home. Um, you know, I, I came from a different career. I decided to change career paths. At the time, the economy was still n- not 
very good. Nobody was hiring. Nobody would hire me in a professional space because I had been, you know, hard niched in my previous uh, profession for 20 plus years. They didn't think that I would be able to adapt and do something new. And it was, it was brutal. And so I did whatever it took just to get food, like money for groceries. So I was cleaning houses, you know, this was what, was this 2016, 2015, somewhere between 2015 and 2017, let's call it. Um, I was cleaning houses, so I was scrubbing toilets, you know, scrubbing floors, whatever it took to keep money on the table. I was teaching CPR classes. I was, you know, coaching and training, doing nutritional programs and doing whatever I could just to like get a little bit of oxygen but there was no there was really no glimmer of light when I was moving through that and and there was a lot of loss which was occurring simultaneously so in a nutshell I basically (laughs) unplugged my previous life like pulled the cord on it and started everything new did a lot of course correction was out to break some terrible generational curses and and some bad behaviors and and things that were happening with inside of my family and start everybody out on a brand new track and also do this on the professional space too and it was ugly man I mean it was just like what was on the inside of my head and inside of my heart the external world did not match it and I believe like you can go for a long period of time but when those two are not harmonious when they are not congruent you have fractures which occur either on the internal or on the external space and for me it had gotten to the point that I was so far off course with what I saw for my life and that of my family that for me The decision tree was very easy. It was whatever the F it takes, I am going to correct this. Even if my family doesn't course correct, I am going to be having children one way or the other. Even if I cannot have children naturally, I will either be fostering, I will be adopting, I will be mentoring, whatever this looks like. And it's going to be up to me to be able to show them the right way, the truth. Because chances are, especially if they're coming from anywhere in the public sector, foster care or whatnot, they probably have a lot of junk and they don't know that it's even dysfunctional. They are going to need somebody positive in their life to help them course correct and go back out into the world and help others have productive, happy, positive, God-honoring lives as well. So that was the decision that I made. And what I did was I literally cut off, I call it my previous life. I'm a registered nurse of 20 plus years and it was the, the job and the industry was taking such a downward nosedive. I just couldn't stand it anymore. I literally couldn't stand it anymore. More. I was tired of being a part of it. I was tired of being a part of negativity. And I had been trained and trained myself to be a very, very high level provider. And what had happened over the course of the years was that 
healthcare, and this is not meant to be disrespectful to any of my brothers and sisters who still work in the field. You know, you guys, my heart and my hat is off to you because right now, like, <laughs> you are getting, I hear this, like, you're getting your asses handed to you with this whole COVID thing. I mean, just normal day-to-day operations and healthcare plus the COVID thing, like, and I know there's those of you who love it, and this is not disrespect. I'm merely speaking from my own experience, was that I believe I was in healthcare during like the best time. It was when there was a lot of funding for research and development in two primary, let's say three primary areas. It was cardiac, it was um, neuro, stroke, and then trauma. And to be in an environment, I worked at a major medical center where growth and improvement were part of the norm and innovation was part of the norm and doing very very high level things regardless of insurance regardless of you know cultural background of the people for whom we served that was the norm when it started to switch and all of a sudden like it was like low level things and staffing was horrible and the quality of the healthcare provider who was coming out of nursing school and being hired on was shit and it was embarrassing I was like you know what peace out I'm sorry this industry does not I'm not even dealing with this shit anymore and I just was like later and it came with a huge expense like financial expense that I did not have a reliable source of income coming in and what happened was everybody you know a lot of people in my family were just like well just go out and get another job but at the same time what was going on was I was moving looking back now through major 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 stages of grief it was like a freaking death like a part of me actually was dying and on top of that was all of the disappointment of not being married, not having children. And granted, I own the fact like I prioritize my profession. I, I did that, I, but I worked with other people who had children. So for me, it was not, you have to pick your profession or have a family. Like it doesn't, it, for me, I don't fall in line with that. And I did not meet a man who had the same sort of work ethic and drive that I was given. And every time I tried to submit to a man who did not have strong leaderships, like there was nothing to submit to. So it was just like everywhere I looked like, and it didn't matter how hard I tried. And it was like the quality of the guys were getting worse and worse. And then finally, like everything came to like one final point was when I I say this like I found myself in an abusive relationship and this dude seriously had evil in his eyes and I will never forget it like we were like face to face and I saw his eyes and I I was like Nick what are you doing and it was at that point I started looking at all the other areas of my life and I was like this this whole thing this is wrong like there's no kind of let's tweak a little something something here and we're gonna make this thing better girl no you need to do something different and so I literally restarted my whole entire life now what does this have to do with demanding victory and all this stuff I'm bringing forth to you the fact that this is not pie in the sky sort of coaching and training. As we go along with this set of podcasts, 
most of the podcasts coming up to this point were me trying to figure my shit out. Like, what's the next step for me? Where am I going to go with this message? How am I going to help other people either not make the same mistakes that I did or when they're in the shit, how are they going to drive themselves forward so that they don't get sucked into the undertow? And it was me thinking out loud. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do next. But I was doing the next thing. I was podcasting. I was coaching and training and, you know, moving into a sales position like I was doing all that. It is a very frustrating thing when you are in that part of your life where shit isn't right and you're looking to course correct and the internal world doesn't look like the external world and people around you are abandoning you and telling you that you're crazy and you don't have a lot in common with people and now the holidays are here and you're single yet again and am I am I talking to somebody out there I mean maybe this is you you know maybe you figured oh this year was going to be different I'm going to be in a different financial state and you're actually 20 times worse off than you were before because you have not course corrected from the inside out and so here we are the day before Thanksgiving you know maybe you're looking uh, December is going to be even worse look At the end of the day, you are 100% responsible for moving your shit with a T, S-H-I-T forward. You're responsible for moving your ship with a P, S-H-I-P as in Paul forward. And this is 100% a leadership project. John Maxwell is one of my most favorite um, authors. He's a, a great coach. He has had just a remarkable influence on my life because his specialty is leadership. And John does define leadership as influence. I like to take that definition one step further, like the ability to influence other people. I like to take that one step further because I believe that leadership, first and foremost, is is self-governance. You have to have leadership over yourself and lead yourself first. That's why when I coach and train or if I make social media posts or whatever it is that I do, that's why I use that vantage point through the lens of what you as the individual have to do before you can be part of a team. When you're on a team, sometimes team requires submission that somebody else is going to be the leader. Okay, when you put a group of people together, it doesn't matter who the appointed leader is. It's the most influential person, <laughs> the strongest leader who actually becomes the leader. But sometimes in leadership, you have to know when it is to submit. So that still requires self-governance. Is this starting to make sense? So when you are in it, this is personal, this is professional, you have reached a plateau, you have reached a ceiling and you're looking to burst through and perhaps you have not started to realize the results that you are actually seeking, it comes back to you and having a very clear identification on what it is that you seek. What is it that you expect? Do you expect victory? Do you expect to come out on top or do you expect everybody else to continue to pass you by? That your expectations have a lot to do with this because 
when you have a state of expectancy, you're actually demanding it. Whereas when you expect defeat, you're actually demanding that. Your actions always follow your words. So part of the expectation of victory, the demanding of victory, it comes back to a near, excuse me, a very um, strong coaching principle that we use, and that is your words create your reality. So write that down. Your words create your reality. All right. Now this is a, this is a, a break off of back to basics here. So one of the things that you need to know or be reminded of. Okay, we're going to talk about words here for a second. Yes, when you coach and you train with me, it's kind of like we shake your head up in the martini shaker and then we start to like put it, you know, through the funnel and we start to make sense of it. Your words create your reality and there are two words in the English language which are the most, they're the strongest words ever and those are the words I am. Everything that you put after those two two words create your reality. So I am expecting victory. Or if you're looking on changing careers or perhaps you're in school and you have some sort of professional position that you are looking to produce your way into you're in nursing school, you are in uh, some element of you're in finance, whatever the end position is. And I'm just going to reference healthcare just because, you know, it's simple. I was, I did this with a girl one time. She was in my CPR class and the energy in this class was so low. So I just like snapped them into champion mindset coaching because I I could not, there was no way I was going to stay all day with these people. They were just like vibing so low. And I said, look, is that you can view this class as a punishment or you can actually take advantage of the shit that I'm bringing to the table for you. What I'm going to ask for you to do is take this class from the position of who you aspire to become. What is the end product that you want to become? And one of the girls in the, oh no, no, this was a nursing school. This was a nursing school that I was teaching during, um, uh, nurses week. Oh my God, I totally forgot about this. This was Lewis University. And one of the girls in the class had aspirations to become a neurosurgical nurse. And she didn't think that it was possible. And I said, okay, write down who it is that you want to become in the words and use the words I am. Because whatever you put after those words, that creates your reality. I am a neurosurgical nurse. I am working on a neurosurgical or in a neurosurgical ICU. And she did that. And I said, okay, the next step is for you to start saying that goal to yourself first thing in the morning, last thing before you go to sleep, because that's the time when your subconscious mind is actually the most sensitive. It's like a a super receiver. It's like a maximal absorption sponge. And when you start impressing your goal in in the current tense, in the present tense, like you've achieved it already, this, the job of the subconscious is to train your conscious mind to go after what it is that you're telling it. Is, it, it creates a reality for you. It starts to make it a new normal for you. With her, there was this giant disconnect between her being a nursing student, and I don't even think she was working in healthcare. I think, did she tell me she was a waitress? 
I think she did. That's what I did when I was in nursing school too. Like, and so she couldn't see herself in the role. It was so unnatural, but that's what she wanted to do. You have to start to train your mind so that whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, attain, become, whatever, becomes normal to your mind. When it is not in sync, like sometimes you can't even imagine it because you're vibing on a different level. You're actually expecting lesser in your heart of hearts, but you're trying to be all happy, peppy, and positive about this. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to be the winner. But there's something wrong, like internally, like you are not aligning with that expectation. So champion mindset training, when we get down into like the basics of it, it has to do with course correcting and changing like you're going to think this is totally crazy, but we're changing what we call your energetic, your energetic frequency. Like where are your electrons vibing at? Are they vibing on low level or are they vibing super, super high? You have to boost those guys up high because that's where victory resides. Victory resides where there is love, where there is peace, where there is joy. It does not reside where there is shame, where there is anger, where there is grief, desperation, negativity. It doesn't reside in the guppy pool. It actually resides up, up high. So you have to start vibing super, super high. That's part of champion mindset coaching. This will come to your rescue when you are in the tidal wave of despair. Because as you are looking to course correct, dig yourself out of the hole. However you verbalize like the storm of your life, you can't stay there forever and you just won't stay there forever. But how long you stay there is 100% up to you. And when the external world doesn't look anything like how it does in your mind, when there's no, no inkling, no trace of, of the result that you seek, and when people leave you and when it's, you know, two o'clock in the morning and you're laying there in bed and you're just thinking, is this ever going to end? And you're probably crying yourself to sleep. God knows how many freaking tears. I mean, they say that God collects your tears. He probably has an ocean full of the tears shed as I was moving through. I mean, it's like ridiculous. When I look back, like, holy shit, like, but even in the worst of the worst, you still are responsible for influencing yourself to move it forward. You still, even though it sucks right now, you still have to expect that victory, you will have it. You will be putting your stake in the ground. Arms up in the air, overhead, like celebrating that you have gotten to that next place. You have to actually demand it. But a lot of it comes back to those conversations that you're having with yourself and with other people. The moment you start to verbalize, like, I'm worried about next month. Yeah, you know what? There's things that you have to be aware of. I'm not saying walk around with your head in the clouds and just be completely oblivious and then be surprised when shit is worse than, you know, you even expected it to be. You have to align yourself with the higher level and say, no, you know what? This may be the worst time of the year or January may be the worst time of retail or February because now people are getting their credit card bills. But you know what? Damn straight. I'm going to make this the best month. Now, whether or not you achieve that, I have no idea. But when you decide, like, I'm still going to make this the best. 
I may be in the terrible environment right now. I may work with a bunch of soul-sucking, negative, excuse my language, mother effers. <laughs> you know, I'm serving over here. They're unappreciative. Maybe if you're a parent, you feel the same kind of thing. You know what? I'm still going to make this the best. I'm still going to give my 100%. I'm still going to bring all my passion, all of my drive, all of my love. I am still going to do my very best because I do expect victory. I do expect that I'm going to be influencing other people and helping them. That's what I honestly believe. So whether you hold that from a personal or professional stance, that's the mentation that you have to have. And again, my coachings and trainings come from the lens that your heart should be properly postured. Any of my coachings and trainings, like they can be applied to like devious little, you know, plots and things which actually harm one another. And if that is you, like you're using this for things that hurt other people, who destroy other things and other people's things, then you know what? Shame on you. I, 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 we all know that the great anti-karma will be visiting you and there's nothing that I can do about this, but you have to know in your heart of hearts, like truth and light and positivity, it always prevails in the end. So I've been talking for about a half an hour. I'm dying to go inside and go get my Christmas tree for my office. But I really felt like, you know what, guys? This is a weird time of year. Let's come through this together. Like, honest to God, whatever is happening in the external world, the only person, the only thing that you have control over is your own person and the direction that you decide to radiate your electrons, you know, like where you're going to be sending your energy. You are either going to be sending it up, upwards, setting high level goals, executing high level of effort because your expectation is to rise, your expectation is victory and you are demanding it or you're just going to allow it to continue to kind of just like trickle downhill and just like spread out just like a messy mess on the floor like you have to pick one or the other so wherever you are I know this has been one hell of a year everybody has lost something it has changed we all hear the same kind of thing over and over and over and over and over again it is 100% up to you to decide to put your anchor leg down Make the due course corrections required for you, your family, your project, your organization, your enterprise, whatever this looks like, and build it from the inside out and arrive at the destination at your finish line victorious. This has been the Transformation Gold podcast. Again, my name is Nicole DeVincentis. If there's anything that I can do to be of service to you, to your organization, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can contact me directly via website at transformationgold.org. Hit the contact us button and then somebody from um, my team or myself personally will be back in touch with you. I used to say 24 hours, but we'll say 24 to 48. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> we're, all, we're all maximizing everything. 
All right, everybody, that must mean that I need to hire somebody else to help keep up. All right, that's how I'm going to demand victory. That's how I'm expecting it. Expectation is job creation. All right, everybody, make it a great day. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.